Welcome back to the Frycast. Mm-hmm. We um, we every week we review a new set of fries. This week we've got some cold Wingstop fries. Casey, yep. you ready to dig in? Yeah, let's go. go oh, and by this. the way, I'm Isaac, and the, uh, I'm Casey. By the way, yeah, yeah, y'all yeah, probably already know cool. that. Episode so, three twenty five of the Frycast. I mean, come on, okay, guys. Okay, come on. Uh, All right, so they smell very potatoey. Yeah, yeah, I, I like the seasoning. Yeah, smell I, I, I see a lot of salt on it. Let's go ahead and dig in. Okay, okay. Mm, they are cold. Mm, they are cold. Yeah. Kind of sweet. Mm, but yeah. Salty. Yeah. Here, here's a napkin. Yeah. Thank you. Dry your hands, fellow brother. Mm. Mm. Mm, okay. Yeah. Watch it down with some Red Bull real quick. Mm, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do a, mm-hmm. a combo of melted sweet tea and water. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what? Yeah. Uh, good fry right there. That is a good fry. You know what? I bet it'd be. It's about a seven out of ten for me, but yeah. it would be a nine if it were hot. If it were hot, that'd be great. Yeah. I will also say the Wingstop fries, if they're a bit more solid. Yeah. You know, something about them, they're just like a little too soft. Yeah. It's, just, yeah. it's suspicious sometimes. It is suspicious. Like all of these that I'm mm-hmm. like touching right now, they're all soft. As as you know, my yeah. my favorite fry on the fry cast that I talk about, the Chick-fil-A fry. Right. That, that waffle fry is constructed of the perfect seasoning. Mm-hmm. It, you've got a fun shape and it's usually s- solid enough. But not too solid mm. that you're eating yeah. like something. It balances soft and crispy, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the perfect balance. Mm-hmm. And I mean, especially if you get that Chick-fil-A sauce. Oh, my there. God. God. Um, I want some Chick-fil-A what if, now. What if we dipped Wingstop fries into Chick-fil-A sauce? Do you think that'd be a good combo? I mean, because it's kind of sweet also. Yeah, it's already kind of sweet. Uh. Chick-fil-A sauce kind of sweet. Tangy, you know. Well, we're going to get a bit off topic from FryCast this year. Yeah. Like, Casey, I, I don't even know why I'm asking this, because we, we only go to fast food restaurants all week and review fries, but... Right. Did you did you happen to see any movies this yeah. year? Yeah. Um, well, I've actually balanced between movies and uh, TV shows this uh, this past week. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, first and foremost, I did happen to catch um, A Quiet Place 2 <gasps> yesterday. Ooh, okay. Only, only we we have discussions a week after each other. You know, yeah. you see a Marvel pilot, <laughs> I see it a week later. <laughs> what do you think of Quiet Place Part Two? Um, I really, really, really liked it. Actually, um, yeah. I I think it was a solid sequel. Um, I really appreciate that. I think these movies know what they are, and they didn't bre- they didn't overextend their reach into something like you know. Uh, I don't know. There's a military base, and they have survivors, and we're gonna fight against the the aliens. That would be, oh, that's not what these movies are about. No. So I appreciate that they that they branched out, you know, into like the city. We got to meet new characters, but they didn't overextend that. Cillian Murphy is great. You were right about the whispering, though. It was kind of hard to tell what he was saying in he some parts. He needed subtitles. He needed I, subtitles. I swear to God. <laughs> um, and I uh, I think my favorite part of the movie that when I realized I was like, bro holy fuck, like, this is, like, I'm, I'm sold, like, this is a super solid movie, was that sequence where it was cutting between three different characters, oh, yeah. and the tension, how it, it was expertly edited, like, I felt that, and it had a great, like, you know, like, uh, uh, what's it, the, the peak of, like, the, the tension, and, like, how it resolves, it yeah. was, like, the best thing ever, um, I do feel that, that they kind of put, um, Emily Blunt on the back burner for this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was still super solid. She had a great um, scene like towards the end and stuff. But 
Um, yeah, I would have liked to see a little bit more of her. Uh, although I did enjoy Cillian Murphy's uh, character and um, uh, Melissa, Mel- what's her name, Millicent Simmons or Melissa Simmons? I, I, I think. don't remember the name of um, I like their story, like their yeah. their stuff really well. That was my favorite plot line yeah. of, of the three. I. In fact, I feel I feel like they were the main focus, yeah. and all the other characters were definitely back burner. Definitely, um, I kind of forgot there was another son, or like a son from the first movie. Oh other yeah, than like yeah, the one that gets killed, like because he didn't do much. He didn't. Do, he didn't movie. do much in the first movie. Although it, it seemed like they were trying to correct that. Yes. In this one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Definitely. And there was something else. Uh, the okay, the first fucking fifteen minutes of this movie. Oh yeah, are superb. I fucking loved the first fifteen minutes. Um, I kind of hope that you know it seems ap- apparent that they want to do a franchise with right. these movies now. I kind of hope that they keep expanding on like yeah the the early days like yeah. every movie because that was cool as hell. That was cool. Uh, I just I was thinking about what rubbed me the wrongly about like these quiet place movies mm-hmm. it's that they're so sterile like you know like in that opening sequence I, it feels like there should be like blood everywhere yeah because you know? they're pg-13 they're pg-13 yeah. and so like completely devoid of like blood or like yeah. you know any any gory bits like you know the the closest we get in this movie is like a is like a human on human encounter like later yeah. but like with when it comes to the monsters, it just seems like they like knock people around. Yeah, they just they, like swatting ragdoll. at them. But yeah. they have like sharp claws. It's yeah, like, what's going on here? Yeah, <laughs> for real. Yeah, I think um, I think probably the movies would benefit just a little bit from an R rating. Yeah. Um, I think I get why they're doing PG thirteen. Get way more people into the theater and stuff. Um, to see it because you can make more money with PG. You can make way more money with you know a lighter rating. But I feel like also that's a lie. Like you know, with movies like Joker that have come out in the oh, past few years, it's like yeah. or, or or even Deadpool. I mean, that's a superhero genre, sure. Mm-hmm. But like clearly, people aren't too perturbed by an R rating. Like that, they're not going to go out or bring their kids to a movie. Like that's also true. Yeah, I remember a horrifying experience, which I think I've already talked about, where like. Uh, this mom brought like two five-year-olds to Gone Girl, and I just <laughs> remember them crying like so much during like the the wine bottle scene in that movie. It was oh it was God. terrible. I was, like clearly parents aren't too worried these days yeah. about like ratings. They just go and see things they want to see. That's ridiculous that she brought them to that. Like that's a clearly our uh, whatever. Uh, I guess she didn't know much about it. She didn't she didn't Google it <laughs> right. Or um, but yeah, Quiet Place 2, um, great. Uh, Jeff Nichols is set to direct the third one. Oh, really? Yes, and I So Krasinski is stepping down? He's going to write the third one, but he's not going to direct the third one. I mean, directing gonna, is hard work, I get it. It is, but I'm excited because I love Jeff Nichols, and looking at his past projects, I think he's a perfect fit for the Quiet Place movies. Yeah. They're centered around, you know, family, which is a big theme in all of Nichols movies, and he knows how to get that kind of um, you know, like the what do you call it? Like the he like works well he's from Arkansas. So he mm. makes movies based in Arkansas, Texas, Tennessee, stuff like that. It seems like I know the Quiet Place movies happen around New York, but they kinda happen in the backwoods area and just all the characters seem a little more southern. I was going to say that. Like, yeah. yeah, Jeff Nichols seems like a good fit because these movies kind of seem based in, like, mm-hmm. southern, like, living. And, like, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird how it fits. Like yeah. you you see John Krasinski and his family in this movie, and you're like, they're kind of hicks. Yeah, you know? like, they are. Yeah, and the people who are still around, like they they're hickeys. They're hickeys. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I'm excited. Um, for the th- I hope they stop at the third one. I know they'll probably turn it into spinoffs and shit, oh, but yeah. I just want a solid trilogy again. You know, like I love trilogies, and I think if they do the third one and it comes out good, then I'll just uh, admire that and ignore everything else. <laughs> Probably it would be it'd be pretty decent to see like I don't think there are too many like really good horror trilogies like out there right are there any um off the top of my head I can't think of any like horror trilogies that are yeah. solid no like Alien I mean a lot of trilogies have gotten close yeah you know? like they have two great mo- two great oh, movies <laughs> and then they sorry I'm hiccuping <laughs> from, from the earlier fry casting and, and sweet tea um. You got like two good alien movies. You got mm-hmm. at least the solid two Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not thinking of any horror trilogies I'm not, that, I'm not either. that are out there. Well, like, The Conjuring almost did it. I hear, the Conjuring three. I hear it sucks. I haven't oh, watched it yet. No, really. But Devil I, made me do it. Yeah. It sucks. I I really enjoyed the first two. Like, cause I was holding out hope for Conjuring three. I was like, yeah, let's go. I but, never saw the first one, but I I, I did oh, really? enjoy Conjuring two. Okay. Out of context, it was like, okay, mm-hmm. sure, this is exciting. I, I think that Ed and Lorraine Warren are full of shit, but like, <laughs> yeah. I, I you know they're enjoyable movies. Yeah, like yeah, the definitely. Filmmaker, James Wan, mm-hmm. I think, is just one of the best. Like, for real. I don't I don't know how to say it. Like mainstream horror, like yeah. he never like goes too dark with his movies is yeah. the thing. But like he's really good at making mm-hmm. them. You know. Yeah, I agree. I I highly encourage you to watch the first Conjuring movie because if you like the second one, you'll probably love the first one. I think okay. the first one's better than the second. They're both solid. Apparently the third one sucks, which... Uh, and that's like their most famous case, apparently. Like yeah. the first one the where first they used demonic possession. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't know. I'll probably I'll probably see all of them eventually. Yeah. You know, it, it feels like those movies always get tossed around at like gathering. It's like, let's watch The Conjuring. Yeah, yeah. true. <laughs> or let's watch Insidious. Yeah. I saw Insidious for the first time like last year yeah i, I watched say. it like two years ago i think for the first time it was it was surprisingly good i yeah. i mean like very sterile also like yeah. this is the thing pg-13 horror has never been my favorite no like no it's like you're you're holding out very clearly and yeah. you're trying not to like scare people too much or have anything that people like you know can't go to the theaters and see like i don't know i i can't think of very too many good examples of like pg or pg-13 horror out there like they're good kids horror movies but there's not like a a middle ground yeah like or it's usually less interesting if yeah honest. i agree yeah Damn. more more r please what a what a tangent right there. i know yeah we we had a whole little we're <laughs> always very good at having like kind of micro episodes True. going on in the episode um I watched a movie this week. Yeah, what'd you, what'd I, you I've catch? mostly been watching TV too, and we gotcha. can talk about that here in a second. Oh, but please. I watched Nobody with Bob Odenkirk. Oh, how's that? Oh my god, I really liked it. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna bump it up on my watch list then. So I never saw Hardcore Henry, which is like the last movie mm-hmm. this guy did, but um, the action in this movie is the first thing that's coming to my mind right now. It's fucking exceptional. Nice. Like, in John Wick, I always feel like Keanu's like you know, invincible, like, I'm never worried about him, like, Mm -hmm. making it out of a situation, and, like, the first thing that struck me about this movie is Bob Odenkirk gets his ass handed to him, like, immediately, but it's still so cool, it's so fucking good, like, there's a part in the movie where he's like, 
I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> and it's just like, ah! <laughs> I, did, I don't know how to describe it, you know, other than like John Wick, but like right. a, a more like funny lead. Mm-hmm. Christopher Lloyd's in the movie. He's also oh, really good. Yeah, um, go. It's just a tight like 90 minute movie and like, I don't know if anyone's looking for like something good from this year to just like put on and watch. Like, I think that's gotta be it. Like, yeah. don't, don't think too critically about like the story or anything. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy some like really fucking awesome action. Nice. It, it's great. Yeah. Chad Stileski worked on this movie and he does mm. the John Wick movies. So I was interested to see because watching the John Wick movies, like I've never seen like better action, you know, than that. Maybe from like Bourne or something. But, yeah. Like, this was like. Great. So I've been excited to see nobody for the, just for the action and the the uh, what do you call it? the choreography, I guess, of the of the fighting and stuff. That that's the main selling point for yeah. sure. And like like I was saying, like John Wick, he's a little bit too invincible. Right. And like I don't know, it's still very flashy and great, but this you know it feels grounded to a certain point, and gotcha. just it's, you feel it, man. You really feel it. I will say the Bourne movies, I think, have a little too much shaky cam for my taste. You know, way like, too much cutting too. Mm-hmm. There's like a bathroom scene in there. There was like 43 cuts in 60 seconds. Yeah. It's not good, dude. <laughs> it it kind of reminds me of Batman Begins. You know how like the action in that movie looks, where yes. it's just like, yeah, <laughs> it's cutting everywhere, and they kind of like circle all of the fights. Too. Yeah, it's yeah. a weird it choice. Is weird. Yeah, I guess Nolan was kind of getting used to like yeah. filming it because. I mean, compare that to, like, The Dark Knight Rises, where you've got, like, that, like, shot of Bane and Batman fighting, and it's like, pop, pop, pop. Yeah. I don't know. Even it's, The Dark Knight, the, the, the camera and the oh, yeah. improved greatly from the first. I um, will say that's probably the one thing about Dark Knight Rises that I think ups it from Dark Knight is, like, the action looks even better yes. once more. Like, obviously, the stories and themes of the previous <laughs> movies are just not as good i don't know that's another trilogy that i feel is like held back yeah. by the fact that the third mo- it's more like you should watch the the three nolan batman movies and and think of them as separate entities yeah. because they all feel very different very yeah they're kind of disconnected in a way they that are. i don't think about often and i, I think what part of that is because they had to change actors so much you know from the first one we had maggie gyllenhaal and they yeah. were like no we can't do that we have to have uh no i think uh or the second one's maggie gyllenhaal yeah. the first one was uh some other woman i can't remember her name. i don't remember her name because maggie gyllenhaal is just way better just as way rachel better, i like yeah. her a lot more which what a shame that she's only in dark knight you know and, like, and then um and then you know with the passing of heath ledger apparently i've heard that the the third batman like movie was going to have the joker in it yeah. again and the storyline was going to fight apparently the storyline that we have now in the dark knight rises was nothing like it was going to be before you know heath ledger passed but after that you know they had to change their trajectory and just not a lot retur- not a lot of returning characters in the trilogy to really keep it grounded you know also the atmosphere in all three movies are so different like the aesthetic you know like batman begins is like very dark very like kind of edgy and then the dark knight's got it's like very cinematic um and then the dark knight rises like tries to be cinematic but is like there's too much going on in it you know like yeah it's just it's just weird like from from a story standpoint it's just not that well thought out like yeah it's just kind of like Oh, here's this villain with like really good points about how shitty rich people are, but he's kind of like 
I guess he wants to blow up the whole city, <laughs> yeah. too. So I guess we should probably not like him. And, like, Marvel took notes about that. It's like, that's how you do a villain. Bane, right. that's a, you j- let's make him super... Like, they make a lot of sense, mm-hmm. and then they're kind... Well, actually, they suck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> make it make sense, and then uh, find a way to make them suck real bad. Yeah, yeah. Like And, and like, nonsensically, like... Yeah. <laughs> you know, just like, <laughs> I I want the world to be free, so I'm going to blow everyone up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to blow up a bunch of innocent people. <laughs> Criminally insane. <laughs> That's what they call it. That boy needs therapy. That boy needs therapy. It's psychosemantics. Um, God, what were we even fucking talking? We were talking about nobody, nobody <laughs> and we got here. Did you Did you see anything else? Um, TV, movie wise. So I just started. I just have three TV shows to talk about, really. Oh, just three. Just <laughs> that I've started watching. Okay, like everybody's been recommending me stuff, and what did I do? Did I did I continue watching Castlevania or did I start watching One Punch Man? Trying to get into anime like Jacob and Natalie and Luke, you know, suggested me all this stuff. I didn't do that. Of no, course not. Of course, of course not. not. I watched a series that was on my watch list from two years ago. What what series? I started Ozark last night. Ah, okay. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> I like. Okay, I will say the pilot of Ozark is like fantastic. The pilot is like perfect <laughs> i loved it i i like ozark here's my deal um i got into the middle of season two and i stopped and this isn't like its problem or maybe it is uh the episodes are just way too damn long like oh, yeah. when i go to sit down and watch ozark i'm like oh my god i'm gonna be in it for a while and i think it really does affect like the pacing of the show mm-hmm. it's just like every episode is really slow and then sometimes things do happen mm-hmm. and it's very exciting but it's just like I need this to be two episodes, right. like two 30-minute episodes, but I don't know. I like it. I like Ruth. Yeah. Uh, have you met the, that family yet? Um, the, the Langmores? Yeah, I'm yeah, on episode five. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I think um, that pilot episode is, like, absolutely superb, though. Like, it smacks. I challenge anybody that hasn't watched Ozark just to watch the pilot. And then tell me that you are not intrigued to watch, like, at least the rest of the first season. Like, I mean, come on. It's so fucking good. Um, But, yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. I was watching it earlier today. I was trying to binge through it a little bit um, because I've had a couple days off work. So I was like, I need to find something to watch. Um, So Ozark, I can't really give full thoughts on it yet. Right now, I like it. All the characters, super cool. The stakes are there, very much so. You know, the pilot set all that up. I like it. I like the setting too. Jason Bateman is a mm-hmm. fucking god. Yeah. Um, love him. Um, but yeah, not too much more to say about it. Um, I did start watching a documentary series, a limited series. Oh, uh, which one? Called The Sons of Sam. Oh, I don't know that. So, one. okay. So you haven't watched Mindhunter yet, have you? Well, I, I watched you? the first season, but I, I never watched the okay. second one. Do you remember when they interviewed The Son of Sam? No, it's okay. been a while gotcha. like, since freshman year, I think. So, I guess for anybody that doesn't know, like this is the son of Sam was a serial killer um, in New York, and he went around. Uh, they called him the forty-four caliber killer at first before he started sending notes to the press telling them, like, I am the son of Sam, I am this, I am this, blah, blah, blah. So they dubbed him son of Sam, and he would just go around to basically, you know, teenagers are parked in cars, uh, you know, or just around New York area and just shoot them point blank range and then walk away 
and there was the, the they caught him um, eventually. But this documentary is about this journalist that was just became obsessed with the case, and he discovered that the son of Sam was not one person, and he was in fact in a cult, and this cult has ties to the Manson family, and it is so fucking crazy. Like, the first episode is dedicated just to outlining the events that happened. Like, like, what day did he kill her? What day did he kill this person? What did he do here? And how they caught him. And, like, when they caught him, it, like, leaves you with this little cliffhanger of, like, um, there was possibly, like, at least two people involved. And so this journalist starts pouring all over all the evidence, and he starts making connections everywhere, and it starts to get, like you know, blown way out of, like, proportion, out of the water, like, what they thought it was, and the cops are not listening to him, because they just, you know, caught him, and New York, the people were like, you know, yay for the NYPD, and the NYPD had just gotten, like, a bunch of money, they had just done a bunch of, like, promotions, and so the cops are not fucking listening to him, so it's just up to this one guy to record everything that he finds out, and this documentary is basically just going over everything he found out, and it is insane and i've got like two more episodes left before i finish it and it's really fucking good so far so okay i'm gonna finish it tonight i highly recommend it i think it's on netflix really 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 good my man's can't even keep track of where he's been watching it i know right <laughs> i just watch shit <laughs> watch shit to watch it yeah. um i i watched a little bit of tv this gotcha. past week i I finally watched Solar Opposite season two. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. What'd you think? I liked it a lot better than the first season. Really? Like, I remember last year being kind of eh on most mm-hmm. of it. Like, m- mostly the aliens. Like, I didn't I didn't like them as much. I didn't think it was as funny as Rick and Morty. And, mm-hmm. and, and at worst, I thought it was just trying too hard to be edgy. Right. I think that they've really figured out how to do the dynamics and the and the jokes in this season. Like, just from episode one, mm-hmm. I was laughing a lot more. Um, and then also, the wall stuff from season one is continued really well here in mm-hmm. season two. Like, I, I really enjoyed where that plot line was going. Um, and like the, the one episode that they did fully dedicated to it, I mean, maybe not on par with the first season, but like definitely like Mm -hmm. really incredible. And like, I, I remember my, my girlfriend watched it with us with no context about like any of the other bits of solar opposites and she was just like floored by how like enticing and incredible it was. She's like, I want to see this whole show. (laughs) And I'm like. Unfortunately, that's not most of the show, but... Like. Yeah, that's still a really good part of it, mm-hmm. though. Um, the wall stuff, you know, that's obviously everybody's favorite. But I agree with you. Season 2 did a lot better job of making the aliens more interesting to where when you're watching an alien episode, instead of cutting to the wall, you're not, you know, bored sometimes. You're, yeah. like, fully on board, and it's way more entertaining than it was in Season 1. Um, so, and I've heard that they have this, they have already written all the episodes for seasons like three, four, and five, and Mm. they've already, they've nearly animated all of season three. Like, same thing with Rick and Morty, like, they're way ahead of schedule. For some reason, COVID-19 did not affect, you know, Dan Harmon at all. It it bolstered Justin Roiland. Yeah. At the very least, because my man's is working on two shows and pumping Mm -hmm. them out like, bam, bam, bam. Exactly. I'm very curious to see how the, the quality of Rick and Morty season five, like, you know, I'm I'm very excited that we're getting it only a year after um, the last season. But right. I'm, I think of some of my favorite shows that 
became faster productions like Mm -hmm. black mirror is my go-to example like the first three seasons were spaced out over like years and then after netflix acquired it and made season three they were pumping out a season like every year and season four took a pretty steep decline in quality and and then season five kind of continued it and i I feel like black mirror is not even a show that seems like worth watching anymore like if they come out with the season six I hope that they take a lot of time to develop it. Like, I think Bandersnatch is probably the best thing Black Mirror's done in the past few years. Yeah, but true. With Rick and Morty, like, that's the thing. Is like, I know Dan Harmon is a perfectionist. I know mm-hmm. Justin Roiland is very passionate. Um, I'm, I'm just a little bit worried about the fact that this is coming out so fast. I right. mean, I'm grateful, but I'm also like, I hope you guys didn't sacrifice the quality yeah. for it because I would much rather wait two years to I, get something really good. Yeah. I honestly agree, yeah. Like, I don't like waiting for Rick and Morty seasons like this fucking long, um, but I have to agree, like, every single season of Rick and Morty, like, I cannot pick my favorite because they're all bangers, like, mm-hmm. every single episode. Like, I love all of them. And so I hope season five, which comes out literally like next week, I think. Yeah, this um, Sunday. This Sunday? Yeah. Oh, hell yes. Okay. So, yeah, I hope that, you know, it's going to be on par. And, like, there's nothing like sitting down and watching, like, the season premiere of, like, a new Rick and Morty season. Oh, like, yeah. It's, it's it's always a banger. <laughs> it's a hype. It's a hype train for me. Yeah. I mean, last year with the Crystals was really good. Yes. Um, the year before that, obviously, one of the best oh, like, yeah. episodes of television and, and inspired what we can all agree is a great trans Szechuan sauce. Oh, yeah. yeah. Try it. Oh, okay. This is a hella tangent right okay, here. Okay, okay. Let's Have go. you heard about the BTS McDonald's meal? Yes, yes. Have you seen the tweet of the girl and she's like, hey... Stop ordering the BTS meal if you don't stand them. It's it's cultural appropriation. I gotta find this. Are I you gotta find this real kidding quick. Me? It is amazing. <laughs> um Oh god. I have got Okay. I'm gonna hit my BTS. while we take this little break. Hey, cue some uh, cool sixties theater music. We're back. We're back. Please do not buy the BTS meal if you don't stand them. You're preventing actual BTS fans who have waited for months from having the BTS meal experience. (laughs) Eating the sauces without understanding their significance is literally cultural appropriation. (laughs) And it is not okay. That's so fucking stupid. Okay, I thought of it, though, because it kind of reminded me of, like, the McDonald's releasing Szechuan sauce craze yeah. that happened. It was nuts, man. <laughs> you you had to have been there. Um, I do remember that time. It was insane. Insanity. Like, every McDonald's being out of it and people losing their shit. Like, that one guy being like, I want my Szechuan sauce! Wee! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the way the re looks in the, <laughs> in in the audio forms. map right now. Oh my god. I might have to get that tattooed. <laughs> right <laughs> here. Scan it. Make it scannable. Yeah. So it's just an audio file of <laughs> oh, oh god. But yeah, um what was I about to say? Um I don't know, man. Well we got off on a We we, we certainly went down that Rick and Morty rabbit hole. We did, baby. we always do. But it's okay. 
Um, I think there's... Did you watch anything else before we get into the big uh, thing t- for today? Oh, is there a big thing for today? Well, I, uh, did you watch it, the, the, the Loki episode? <gasps> oh, right. Yes, yes, I yes. did. I watched that thing. Um, I guess the, the only other thing I want to follow up on is... Did you read Watchmen, you son of a bitch? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's what? Let's just talk about that one thing. That one. That one thing that people talk about. That uh, that bolsters our listener ratings. Like yeah, yeah. The more we get, a lot of views when hey, we talk about Marvel. Hey everyone, we're gonna talk about Marvel, so you can listen to this episode. Don't worry. Marvel time. I'm not just I'm not just name this episode all things Marvel and ranking list plus Loki special look. Mm, there you go. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. So, um, so Loki came out. Yeah, <laughs> first episode of Loki. Um, it's good. No, uh, I I really like it. Yeah, I, and I was kind of surprised because I thought this one would probably be the dumbest one. Yet. Really? Yeah. I I don't know. I I was not excited for it at all. Yeah. Uh, which I want to clarify. I've not been excited for any of these shows. And then we start watching them and I'm like, oh, I guess they are trying something here. <laughs> yeah. like they're trying. Yeah. Um, I hope it doesn't get like the other shows have been. Because I've mm-hmm. been very impressed before by these pilots. And then as the episode goes, as the episodes go further and further into the storyline that they have planned, I've just been like, oh, okay. Like WandaVision, it happened to that show. Yeah. happened to fucking uh falcon and winter soldier for me although that one kind of like it had up in it's, the a, end. it's a, like it, that that show for me has dips yeah in quality i guess as the episodes go it's a wild roller coaster it did come out kind of on top for me though um not saying i hate falcon and winter soldier like i liked i think it was a great show um and i like wandavision too but they've had things in there they just they just kind of nag me it's like why why did you fucking do that like yeah. why was this choice made um, but Loki, I enjoy that this whole first episode, and no spoilers by the way right now, um, obviously, but the whole first episode was just sort of set up. And they took the time to explain and set up our characters and set up our world that we're going to be living in for the next you know, five or six episodes or however many there's going to be. And I really enjoyed that. And I really enjoyed the performances as well from Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson Um and I don't know anybody else's names, but they're all really good. Yeah, I, um, didn't, I didn't recognize anyone else either. But yeah. They're, they're fine. They're um, fine. Mm-hmm. I definitely think that this is the most fun uh, of the pilots. Like, yes. Like, WandaVision was, was like, very experimental, which mm-hmm. I admired. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier was just, like, a lot of setup for what yeah. could have been. And it was serious, very serious. The it tone very, was very dark, I think. Yeah, and then that was kind of what threw off episode two of that show. Is mm-hmm. like, it got very quippy, very fast. Yeah. I think this has had a good balance of both. Definitely. And, and Loki being a much more established character than all of the other characters that have had shows so far yeah. is, is nice. Because, I mean, well, I would say, you know, because he has a lot more development, but, like, Something that is really enjoyable about this show is you're watching a character's, un- I mean, development be undone, and you're going back to an earlier stage yeah. in their character. Literally, and- like, nine years ago. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, ten years ago. You're like- undoing, like, ten years of, of yeah. work and, and seeing, like, oh, how would he react if, if this thing happened? And yeah. It's incredible. It I is. I love it. It is really good. And the, honestly, that, that it's bolstered by Hiddleston's, like, acting abilities because mm-hmm. when, like... 
the scene happens, you know, when he's in the room mm-hmm. um, watching the thing, I was like, how how is how are they going to do this? Like how, but like his reactions to everything were just like impeccable. Like honestly, I was like, okay, this is this is great. Like the character that we know from 2012 Avengers is here. Um, and it's not the Loki that we knew in Endgame or in Infinity or uh, I mean in Infinity War and uh, Ragnarok and stuff like that. Like they like nailed how his character would react. I think personally, I think it's just good writing. I think yeah, I had a really great time um, with this first episode. And when this comes out, it'll probably be like tonight or maybe Wednesday morning. So if you're listening to this Wednesday morning, then just know that I stayed up tonight to watch the second episode because. I'm actually really excited to watch the second episode. Yeah, I'm very curious so. to see where this goes. I, I sure do wish that we, we could talk split. I don't think we should, though. Nah. I, th- I like our tradition of waiting oh, yeah. until the, the season has its run. And, I mean, we can really milk it that exactly. way. Exactly. Like, every week, really just get into <laughs> those the marble udders yeah. and, like... <laughs> and we've also got Black Widow coming out July 9th uh, pretty soon, so we'll have that wow. to talk about as My well. My brother's birthday. What a gift. Wow. What a gift for him. Happy birthday. Is Miles' yeah, birthday? Yeah, Miles' birthday. Happy birthday, Miles, he, he, on he July 9th. He won't care. He won't <laughs> care. <laughs> and I, quite frankly, I'm, I'm right there with him. <laughs> I, I, um, I'm such a hypocrite. I'm always like, I'm always coming on here and being like, I don't care. I don't care. I'm over it. I'm over it. <laughs> And then I watch every single Marvel property, and I haven't missed a single like movie. Event, like, yeah. <laughs> like I was talking to my roommate, who who I thought was definitely more obsessed than me with Marvel, and I I heard from him that he hadn't even seen like the first two Thor movies. Like he had had gaps in the Marvel movies, and I realized like, am I just a fucking like nerd? And like, am I actually <laughs> obsessed with all this? Does it does it consume my whole? Existence. Live, my, my existence. Oh, hey, you. There he is. I heard talking about roommates. Hey, come here. Come here, you. Uh-huh. Come here. Hi, hi. Welcome to the podcast, um, Blake. Um, Blake, I was just talking about how you, you told me this week that you hadn't watched the first two Thor movies, and that really threw me off. Because, because I, I'm obsessed with Marvel. Because you're like a big <laughs> Marvel guy. Like, you, you, you love the comics and everything. And I was thinking, like, I'm always like, oh, I don't even care about Marvel, blah, blah, blah. But then I've seen like every single Marvel movie and like show without fail. Like, <laughs> yeah, what, what's going on with you? Why'd you Why'd you miss well, those movies? I mean, honestly, I've heard like bad things about the first two Thor movies. Oh yeah, they're not good. <laughs> and it's like it, it, it. I feel that way about many of like Phase Two is whenever Marvel really really went off. Yeah, and then like. I mean, there was, like, Winter Soldier. That was still good. Was that Phase 1? No, that was, was phase, phase 2. Yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, that's I was thinking... I, said, I thought right. you meant, like, went off the rails. Because no. I'm thinking of, like, Age of Ultron no, I meant like, like I meant, like, went off. Because that's uh, whenever, like, the characters started popping out. In the, yeah. And, yeah. And really getting into themselves and stuff. I, I'll definitely say I think Phase 3 is when, like, it got extra good. Because, yeah. like, no, yeah. I think Phase 2, we still had, like... You know, Age of Ultron and came out, the Thor: The Dark World. Yeah, um, I don't even care for Ant Man all that much. I, is it? I like Age of Ultron. 
which I, I, <laughs> I, I, I here's what I like about it. Kevin's or not, Kevin Spacey, no, not Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Who was the freaking Kevin, um, uh, James James Spader? Yeah. For some reason, I always get those two confused. Well, they're like and I both shouldn't. sarcastic assholes. Except James Spader has not touched any little boys <laughs> that we know of. But okay, Kevin Spacey is like the best part, or one of the best parts of Age of Ultron, and I like. Wanda and Quicksilver, but I also just wish that they hadn't. I, me, as like a Marvel fan, I kind of wish they just would have never introduced mutants until they actually could get like the X Men into yeah. the MCU. Yeah, I agree. They it's, jumped the gun a lot. <laughs> they did. Phase one but two. Wanda is a different case because she has like all that Nexus magic and all that. Which, mm-hmm. Talking about Loki and stuff. Yeah. What about well, it? Well, look, we were we were just saying it. It was pretty good. What what do you think? You, I mean, like comic comic book. Spoiler I love it. I love that you get all of the character development uh, in the first episode, so that he can start evolving. I yeah. love Owen Wilson. I love. Uh, I just and I love. Have y'all talked about what this is all setting up for? Like the little Hanna Barbera cartoon and stuff that they had in in the Loki show. No, we haven't mm-hmm. talked about what. Uh, there's like a little segment that's like explaining like timelines right. and stuff. Uh, remember Whenever that? Remember. And they're, He's yeah. in line. Yeah. And then it's like there was a multiversal war, but the timekeepers stopped it, and <laughs> and now we have the sacred timeline. But if there's too many variants, there's going to be another multiversal war. And okay. I'm like, hey, and please I'm don't like, copyright this video for playing audio from the show like that. I yeah, mean, that was straight out of it. <laughs> but so like, that's going to be so cool whenever we get to Sam Raimi's freaking Doctor Strange in the yeah. multiverse of madness. Like all this stuff is, is going to be crazy. Next villain, I'm calling it. I, I thought Adam Warlock was going to show up in Infinity War, but he didn't. We wow. all thought that. Okay, honestly. like, why did they even have him in Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Because he's going to be his in Volume 3, probably. Pod. I, it's dumb. I know. I know. Next, next Thanos is King the Conqueror. I don't even know who that is. Why? That, why? why can't, I'm, I'm interested. I don't why Because he... he is like a multiversal but, villain. No, but like, yeah, but like everybody else is saying like it's gonna be fucking um, Galactus is the next bad. Oh. Doctor Doom is the next bad. No, I'm just I think, curious what makes you. Think I feel I like they could tackle Galactus in a, a Fantastic Four movie, maybe. I have a strong feeling that Darkseid is gonna show up in the next Avengers <laughs> movie. Oh yeah, and then there's gonna be the the, the DC versus Marvel. DC versus it's a multiverse event, <laughs> so they're talking about teaming up with Zack Snyder. Apparently, there was gonna be a Lego mo- Batman sequel that did have a Marvel yeah, it got crossover, canceled. and it, and it, uh, Dan Harmon was writing it. Why it was just canceled like yesterday or today too? Because I saw the news thing this morning. That sounds incredible. Why? I know. <laughs> but I, he's like, we were gonna do a crossover that can only be done in Legos, and everybody was like, okay, that was Marvel versus DC, right guys. There. That would have been great. I have a million dollar idea right now. Okay, okay. Let's pitch it. Okay, <laughs> pitch. It. In about four or five years or so, mm-hmm. I know oh. how to make. I know how to make Marvel. And the pe- good people over at uh, whoever owns the and Warner Brothers that owns the DC property, just make a non-canon Marvel versus DC crossover event movie, 
I guarantee you that movie will like top in game for like the most money ever fucking made. Yeah. Like, isn't that such a bonkers fucking idea? I mean, idea? give like, it five, four to five years and Disney will just buy DC. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, you know what I'm waiting for? I'm waiting for a fucking live action Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe movie. Yeah, that would be awesome. That'd that be would fine. be sweet. I think there's also been like Wolverine kills the Marvel Universe. And oh stuff yeah, they got too, a bunch of them. Like, Deadpool's the best one. Yeah. Do, okay. That, I, that would be a what if episode probably. True, true. I, I have a question, and this can get into conspiracy a little bit. Okay, I like No Way Home. Yeah. Is it... Are Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire actually oh, going to yeah. show up, Mar- or is that bullshit? They're going to be at least cameos with multiverse yeah. stuff happening. Because uh, Melina, um, guy who played Dr. Ock in Spider-Man okay, 2, wait. he confirmed in an interview that he worked on the movie. Yeah, okay. and, and Jamie Foxx. Exactly. I... I take that back. I, I'm going to withhold that comment until Loki progresses further. Because depending on who we see and who shows up in Loki with the multiverse stuff that we're going to see there, that will determine, like I think, how cameos will be handled in other gotcha. Marvel shows True. and stuff. I didn't think about that because everybody's been talking about the Spider-Man trailer about when we're, when is it coming out? When is it, and there's been like date after dates and apparently theaters have the trailer. But they're just having it soft locked. That right might have been a fake tweet. I don't know. It might have been a fake tweet, but the thing is, it would make what you're saying would make sense if they finish Loki and after they release that last oh. episode, then they release the trailer because there could be spoilers from Loki yeah, and Spider-Man. Like, yeah. I bet no, like after it shows the title card of the trailer, we're gonna see like Tommy McGuire going like mm-hmm. <laughs> doing, <laughs> doing his dance or something like. That. I will. I will kill this is myself. an audio show, so I just want to clarify: Blake did do do that little Toby McGuire <laughs> dance. <laughs> it was pretty epic. Right, well, <laughs> I'm gonna go back and let y'all finish here. All right. Okay. Hey, uh, it's a pleasure making my debut. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll just let anyone who happens to be hey, nearby. Yeah, if you ever yeah. need to consult a Marvel expert, just like come talk on my door. We'll, we'll, we'll ring you. I have a very avant-garde idea that we just take the microphone outside my apartment and talk to this shirtless guy and be like, what do you think about Spider-Man? <laughs> I don't know. What do you think he would say? Um, would he... They're all sitting out there looking menacing and they're smoking. I don't know if they they're like They're sitting it. there menacingly. I know. If it was like teenagers and shit, I'd be like, oh yeah, let's, hell yeah. We're like, you're live on the podcast. If I, if I had, uh, you wanna... if I had more of a desire to die. <laughs> He had more of a desire to die. I'm sorry, I just thought of something that we could do. Wait, wait what do you want what to do? What if we just call a random number and say, hey, you're live on the podcast. What are your thoughts about Spider-Man? Oh my god, are we becoming a prank call <laughs> podcast? No, but what we need we need more opinions on Spider-Man. Okay. Random number. Random number. Oh god. Wait. Who can we call? Do you want to just call like Jimmy John's and ask them what they think of Spider-Man? Yeah, what's a what's a minimum wage worker that uh, hates his life? Wait, what? Who? 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 Uh, bah, 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 bah. What if we called Cracker Barrel? Cracker Barrel? Why not? Okay. You want to? Let's call the one in Russellville just just because yeah, we don't want to run into this yeah. person. Uh, we live in Arkansas, by the way. We dox ourselves there. <laughs> we dox ourselves. I think we said in the first episode we're from Conway. Right, well, now you're saying it. <laughs> what? Like, we already fucking said it. Oh, you know what? I'm not trying to get murdered by the non-existent psychopaths who listen to the show. Do we need the representative of Film Twitter to come back and maybe, visit us maybe. again? All right, here we go. Oh, my God. Are we really calling? Oh, yeah. wow. This is happening. God, we're such ratings whores. 
you. Thank you for calling Cracker Bar. What's the heck? Can I help you? I got too scared. I got too scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. She just... <laughs> I hate hearing people's voices because I know that they're just trying to do their fucking job and we're just being a bunch of shitheads. There's I can't such, do it. Never there's mind. There's such a guilt. What if uh, we ca- well, what if we called Cinemark and, you know, let them... They're movie people. Okay, yeah, that would be better. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, I don't know. Let's Maybe there's less guilt involved. <laughs> the, I, I love how the past five minutes of the podcast of us just being, like, such <laughs> idiots. I'm calling them. You're no, calling? calling Alright, you do it. Then you have to speak. Thank you for calling Cinema. The best seat in town. Hi, I was just wondering if you guys have the Spider-Man... Uh, no Way Home trailer. Is it showing in front of any movies? Um, not that I know. Let me see. Let me see one sec. Okay, thank okay. you. Of course. No problem. <laughs> I'm I'm literally <laughs> shitting myself right now. <laughs> I feel so bad for this lady. I, I <laughs> muted ourselves. She's being so nice. She's, like, she's Let doing me check. everything right. Wait, but if it is showing in front of any movies, uh, well, that's interesting. I mean, news. that's a story right there. Right? You, you, we just broke a scoops. story. <laughs> we're getting the scoops. Oh my god! I, every, okay, oh, she's on speaker, so we're every every little crickle and crackle on her end. <laughs> I feel like. Are we bad people for doing this? Uh, reply, reply to the episode. Yeah, reply on to that. Twitter. If you wanna, if we'll. Okay, wait. Hello? Hi. Hi. Um. So it doesn't come out, I guess, until December. So it doesn't look like we have it just yet. Okay. okay gotcha. Okay. We just thought we'd check. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. No problem. Do, do you too. think that uh, Tobey Maguire is going to be in it though? Like, like. You know. I don't know. Okay. I didn't even know they were coming out the new one. Now I'm going to go look for the trailer. Okay. Okay. Hey. hey, hey. <laughs> I mean, you have the inside scoop. You know, you you're in there. Uh, like, I mean. I mean, you would think that we would, right, because we're here, but we most of the time don't know anything until, like, the week of that we get it, and we're just like, hey, look at that over there. What's that? <laughs> really? Yes. So, I mean, like, yeah, as a I projectionist... Mean, you know, like, in it? Uh, absolutely. That, that that certainly would be yeah. work. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you can call Marvel... Because no. he hasn't played in any of the other ones, like, in so long, so it's kind of like... That's true. Let's see what he does. Yeah, I mean, I agree. He he's got to be starving for work. I I haven't seen him in like a movie like since like Great Gatsby. I don't think. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you guys have a good night. You, uh, you too. too. Thank you. Bye <laughs> bye. Bye. That was so wholesome. Why? Well, she was so kind. She didn't deserve that. She didn't. Yeah. I, I'm glad she didn't go through with it, but that was good. That was good. All right. Um, hey, wow. We were we were polite. We, we were polite. Pranksters. No, I feel like we no. could have done worse. Okay, but if, if y'all if y'all want, we'll, I'll grow some balls next episode, and I'll I'll no. literally I'll dial a random random number. It doesn't have to be a place of business. It can be just some average Joe, and I'll say, hey, you're live on the podcast. What do you think about X, Y, and Z? And uh, oh he'll probably tell me that he's gonna call the cops. But she did. I mean, she she gave her opinion. She was like, she oh, yeah. has, he hasn't been in anything. You'd think, <laughs> you'd think he's gonna come back. Like, what can he do? Yeah, truly. I like that. I truly do. Oh man, what a nice person. What a yeah. I I'm like I don't yeah. even know where to go from there. I feel like <laughs> feel like we peaked. 
Who, you you want to call it like a, a mini-sode? You know, only 50 a minutes? A mini-sode? We uh, can. I mean, it's not even a mini-sode. Yeah. I mean, it's still it's When still I upload the long. podcast, um, there's this option that you could do full for normal episodes um, and then like mini-casts or like small episodes or trailers. Uh. So if we ever do a mini 15-minute cast, I can upload it as a little short. Everybody's wow. doing YouTube's got their shorts now and shit. Um, but yeah, I don't really have anything else to talk about. No, yeah. So like I'm really like Gandalf once said, um, a wizard uh, finishes his dumb podcast whenever he, he intends to. He intends. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we should live by Gandalf's uh, rulings and, and shit. So. Gan- Gandalf said, you gotta, you gotta give me a little peck on the cheek if you, if you really love me. Oh, he he did it. I did it. <laughs> Come back next week and things things might heat up. Will they? Yeah, or will they? they? I don't know. Who? I, I, who am I to say? Uh, who who are who are we? Who oh are shit! It's the person who heard that we live in Arkansas oh, coming no. to kill us. The people what? outside. Is that? No, no, no. Just tell us your opinions of Spider-Man. Don't yeah. do it. Don't do it. <laughs>